0: All right, so if you're a pro wrestling fan, you're probably watching AEW Dynamite or some form of programming from WWE. Maybe you're one of those wrestling fans that watches both. And if you are, you're probably appreciating what you're seeing from AEW Dynamite and SmackDown. Tonight we discuss why AEW Dynamite and SmackDown are on must-see TV for a wrestling fan. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is...
1: Ralph, what are you doing? My name's not Ralph. I want you to refer to me as Mark. Okay. My name is Mark. Okay, Mark. I'm secretly secretly in my living room right now, incognito, watching SmackDown. (laughs) And I'm watching SmackDown not because I actually like SmackDown or support WWE, but because I truly wanted to see how bad the segment with Adam Pearce was. Now, don't get me wrong. I also have a WWE Network subscription that I pay for. Uh, on a monthly basis, but, 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 but it's just, I can't watch WWE. I, 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 just watch the pay-per-views. So me and all my other friends who are coincidentally named Mark can go onto the Twitter Twitter sphere and on Instagram and tell everybody how bad WWE is. And 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 I also, I have a dog that's rather big, and I named him Roman. <laughs> That also is not a coincidence because you know what? WWE sucks. <laughs> Are you it's done course. yet? Are you done yet, Ralph? <laughs> what the just hell? Is when wrong you thought it, just when you thought it was safe. Man, <laughs> there's a lot of butthurt marks today, isn't there? A lot of people upset.
0: Yeah, I guess you're referring to the overreaction of Adam Pierce being added to the universal championship match, which now we know uh, after a few days, that's not the case. Kevin Owens is facing Roman Reigns in a last man standing match, which is part of the reason why it's much CTV because you never know what's going to happen next. And that's what I always say. I always want a show that tells me I
1: want to see what happens next. I I mean, and and just using this as an example, it, it did a couple of things. One and, 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 Maybe most impressively to me, it worked the IWC up into an absolute frenzy, which this is Mm -hmm. this is the common knee jerk social media reaction we see time and time again, typically with WWE, because it's become very trendy to crap on anything WWE does, even in a case like this, where they have swerved the fans where isn't that the point of good TV? Isn't that the point of good entertainment? You don't want to see the ending coming from the beginning of the movie, imagine watching a movie, knowing exactly how the movie's going to end from the first five minutes. You sit through the movie and that's exactly what happens. That doesn't make for a good story. That doesn't make for a good movie. Right. Uh, as far as what else it did, it progresses a storyline. It progresses things. It builds people up. It makes people interested. And, and SmackDown and even AEW alike, because Dynamite certainly has done this as well. They've taken steps in the right direction, unlike Raw and even NXT to a certain extent, mm-hmm. because not it's not just the champions you're caring about. You're starting to care about other characters, whether that's right. Adam Pearce, whether it's Taz, the mid card. I think SmackDown has done a phenomenal job building up their mid to upper mid, uh, upper mid card over the course of the past couple of weeks. And, and surprisingly, it didn't take very long to do it. It just you had to do the right things and you had to tell the right stories to put people in those positions mm-hmm. to get them to that point where people care. Exactly. Wasn't that difficult? No, it wasn't difficult. And the the thing is, like
0: they're both doing the same thing and if you're an AEW fan, you point it out and praise it. If you're a WWE fan, you point it out and you praise it, but if you're a fan of both and watch both, I think you can agree here like they're doing the same thing. They're adding prestige to their championships by having them have lengthy titles and solid defenses like Roman since he's had the universal championship, he's had very good matches. They all make the person who lost look good in a losing effort, which AEW I think has done a very good job for the most part in, in their regard. And you're building up guys outside of the championship bubble. So it's like I'm raw. Basically it's Randy
1: Orton. It's drew McIntyre. And then, two and a half hours of fluff. And And, and let me just point this out before you go on. Randy Orton tangled in a storyline with Alexa bliss shooting fireballs at him and play playground sets magically appearing in the middle of the ring. I don't know about any of the other fans, but that does not do it for me. That does not make me want to watch on a weekly basis.
0: No, no. And NXT, like the problem with NXT is they have some great wrestlers there. But I think their issue, and we talked about this recently when we talked about why NXT never beats AEW Dynamite in the ratings. They don't have that star power. And they're they're basically their whole their whole show is just two hours of wrestling matches. They're not really building stories. AEW Dynamite builds stories. SmackDown builds stories. Raw, they try to build stories, but they're not very good. And inconsistent. they're inconsistent. And the talent that they have that they're trying to book aren't really booked the strongest with the exception of Drew McIntyre like Bobby Lashley could be a top guy but at the end he's not really booked too strongly he could be booked better Roman is booked great Jey Uso is booked great Kevin Owens Shinsuke Nakamura Cesaro like right now WWE it looks like they're planning to have an elimination chamber match to main event WrestleMania where Roman faces Daniel Bryan Cesaro Shinsuke Nakamura Jey Uso and Kevin Owens
1: well, not not just that, but we're getting into the next couple of weeks where there's usually one guy that you're pretty confident is going to win the Royal Rumble. Last year, Drew McIntyre won. Surprisingly, I think a lot of people felt like he could have been the guy to win or at least um, could have been considered. Mm-hmm. This year, because of the way people have been positioned, to me, it's wide open. I have it no is. idea as of right now, as record, who the favorite to win the Royal Rumble is. And that's how it really should be. But... When you look at SmackDown, realistically, can Nakamura win? Yeah. After this week, do you see Cesaro winning? Maybe not, but could he go and have an impressive run? Yeah, he can. Daniel Bryan, yes. Kevin Owens, yes. I mean, there's different guys that I could see going into the Rumble and either looking really good by the end of it or even winning it. Yeah. So that's something that is certainly uh, uh, to their credit and to their favor going into this. I I totally agree, and that
0: is what – AEW and WWE are doing. So AEW Dynamite on the on the other hand, like they build up Kenny Omega and kill up so that he could finally win the AEW championship from John Moxley. Now, who could be the next potential contenders? You have Adam Hangman Page, you have MJF that could take it, you have Pac, Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer, that whole dynamic there. Any one of them that comes out of that storyline strong could easily be the number one contender for the AEW championship. They put a lot of focus on their tag team division that I think they do a really good job in. And, you know, building up certain tag teams, they keep FTR strong, even though they lost the titles. Jurassic Express just recently had a very good showing despite losing. That is what WWE and AEW are doing right now to make those weekly programs strong.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest difference is when you look at SmackDown, like we just said, you've got a lot of guys that are really starting to be incorporated in storylines or feuds that are interesting and helping them get promoted, like like uh, Apollo Crews right now. Like him yep. getting mentored, supposedly, by Roman Reigns. And mm-hmm. that interaction that he had with Paul Heyman on Talking Smack was yep. great. That helped build him up in a matter of two weeks. Uh, Big E as the Intercontinental Champion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, something as simple as having him look dominant in a gauntlet match. Now he's involved with Jey Uso. Now he's potentially going to get involved with Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. They gave him his music back, something like that. I think when you look at Raw, what you have is a bunch of guys that are certainly talented, but a lack of direction. Um, Mm -hmm. When you look at the Hurt Business, they're a really good faction, but they're kind of all over the place. One week they're feuding with Ricochet. The next week they're feuding with somebody else. Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle. As the Hardy bros, retribution has been an utter disaster. Mm -hmm. Keith Lee, uh, while he's good and while he's talented, he's still green. They're still trying to get him on board or get him on track to where he should be. Realistically, right now, do I think Keith Lee's going to win the Royal Rumble? I would say no. A couple of weeks ago, people would have said yes. I don't don't see it. Um, So I I think it's not just based on the talent. Are there Mm -hmm. talented guys on Raw? Of course. Yes. But are the storylines good? In my opinion, no, they closed the show with Alexa bliss shooting a fireball out of her hand. I mean, in 2021, I get it. It's pro wrestling. There's a certain theatrical part to it, but who's watching that and saying Mm -hmm. I can't wait to tune in next week. I know I'm not right. Maybe a couple fans that are, but I would say a majority of them are not into that type of stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not as like strict on it as you are if it fits the storyline and it's, it delivers. I don't mind it, but it wasn't really it wasn't really as good as it could have been. Randy Orton did the best he could selling the fireball, but it's like two completely different writing teams. Smackdown has two guys that raw does it, Paul Heyman and Daniel Bryan, who mm-hmm. I they I know they have their hand on the creative. And that's a big difference. Big difference. And on AEW, like their thing, like everyone says all oh, creative freedom, they just get creative freedom. They'll they'll shine. And I think for the most part, Tony Khan has worked the strengths of the talent to make them look credible on television. Is it Mm -hmm. perfect? No. Is it perfect on SmackDown? No. But I I believe every Wednesday night and every Friday night I can watch Dynamite and SmackDown and be entertained for those two hours.
1: And they give you just amount of the uh, just the right amount of drama and entertainment to tune in for the next week. Like, yep. you look at the inner circle, okay, are any of them intertwined in, like, a championship match or, or chasing a title? No, but on a week-to-week basis, they continue to build on the storyline, progress the storyline, and that's why people tune in, and that's why it's interesting. Because yep. they're building up towards, it feels like they're building up towards something, and eventually they'll get a payoff, where on Raw, it's kind of like... Um, you know, things just randomly thrown together and hoping that it, it, it makes sense at the end of the show, which yep, a majority of the time, unfortunately, it does not. All
0: right, so let us know why you think AEW Dynamite and SmackDown are must-see TV in the comments below. Don't forget to share us all over social media We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SCPB Podcast, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psycho Psychobabble.